Are we rolling? We sure are. Not you yet. good? Do you have like Real the... quick. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Thanks cheers for coming out, guys. Absolutely. Pleasure Thank meeting you so much. Thanks for everything. Someone's going to think you're drinking chocolate milk. Love it. That is very peanut buttery. Yeah. Yeah, I dosed it up a little extra because it was so tart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. I love peanut butter. Cool. Good. You should try the, if you want a stout next, do the fluffernutter. It's peanut butter and marshmallow. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Should have with that. Right, let's do it. Listen, you're the one sitting there going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really. I know. There's too many Can't options. Blame him. I can't help it. That wasn't my decision. I actually want more taps over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than 17. We have 21 taps because we got the forehead it's right like in front of you. <laughs> Math. It's tough for you. Extreme. <laughs> Aren't you in construction? Yeah. Yeah, I got lasers. <laughs> I got lasers. Okay, they're digital. I don't know. What do you want, man? <laughs> There's a calculator that you people told me I would never have in my pocket all the time. Hey, easy there. <laughs> That's why I got out of that job, because it was a bunch of lies. <laughs> so Listen, I was the cool teacher that said, use Google, but don't waste your time, you know, on Facebook and Snapchat and all that shit. And the kids I, didn't listen, so. I think the big thing was Wikipedia, though. <clears throat> Wikipedia is all, most lies. Yeah. <clears throat> Biggest thing is when I did made the kids do like uh, reviews and stuff like that or like papers, they always, can we use Wikipedia? No. Why? I'm like, because you can, I can go in there, change it and say, you're stupid. And then you'll copy paste and write it. Right. And then quote, won't quote me. Yep. So I would That's tell terrible. the kids to use the links in there to actually go a little deeper and actually use their brains. Right, yeah. That's a good call. Go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, go down the rabbit hole. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids would enjoy it. You just have to make it super interesting in forensics, at least. Physics is straight up. Here you go. You know, you can go anywhere with that. Right. We're, so, this is all going to be in the show. Yeah, we're just, di- we're just diving in. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good. 
so with physics, because obviously we're starting hot. So you were a teacher before you were a brewer. Yeah. And you taught physics, and then you got roped into forensics, and then also coach for football. Football, baseball, started a weightlifting program there, built the weight room there, um, all before I left. So with physics, because now I have even more questions, but I'm going to start with my first question. With physics, how did you maintain the interest level? Because there's some people that are interested in science and why things happen the way they happen. And then a lot of, like when we were in school, we had a running joke. If science doesn't provide an answer, religion will. (laughs) So how did you maintain that level of interest for students? Because you had kids from across the board. Yeah. um, Real life experiences um if i could relate it anything there or try and um get personal with the kids essentially like learn a little more about them what they like to do and let them then show it off Mm -hmm. and relate it back it worked really well and when all is failed you just blow something up yeah there you go i feel like physics is the easier science to get enjoyment from because you can actually prove it like with chemistry it's not like oh look there's xenon it's like what are you talking about? But in physics, you can actually prove stuff. That in earth science. Earth science is kind of dry. Yeah. I mean, you can only talk about tectonic plates for so long. And dirt. Right. Even though my... <laughs> and dirt. The guy, <laughs> the guy I worked with was really good. Uh, Greg May was awesome. Um, excuse me. He's been a teacher for like 38 years. Just doesn't know what else to do with himself. And every year he expanded. Last year he had black lights in his room. And mm. he had constellations on his ceiling or lines of latitude and then on the floor it was plates and all this other stuff and i'm i don't have time for that Greg. sorry (laughs) (laughs) did did the like the introduction to common core prohibit you from doing i didn't do that shit you left before no i had to i did i just no Oh, okay i just said no okay got it you had that leeway yeah with so common core was only up to sixth seventh grade I think they're and it's slowly rolling out, but it'll never get up to high school. Probably, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. right. Brutal. Because <laughs> it prohibits teachers. I mean, it's not- yeah. You, you get locked. In, teachers get locked into a box, and they think it's that kids can evolve that way, but they really can't. Yeah. Because um, it's not efficient. No. <laughs> I got to teach you X, Y, and Z to learn how to do A plus B. Right. Four plus four is four. Figure He's, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or eight, but same thing. Did I say four? Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got super excited with four. I was like, man. four. <laughs> I'm thinking about golf, sorry. Yeah, I hear you. So how did forensics, like what <clears throat> aspects of forensics were you teaching? Everything. Like like blood splatter? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm probably, good thing I don't work there. I used to show dead, this is bad as it's going to sound, like gunshot wounds of people. Because the old... The kids will get hooked if they can realize what's actually going to happen. Like, right. They see it. They're like, okay. You know, we would do, um, you show like the cartel movies that you shouldn't, that I have to go get permission about. Like, I'm going to show this and then I'm going to talk about this. The one I used to love was the terrorist unit because I used to scare the shit crap out of yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm. And be like, listen, attack the school. It's, it's, it's a terrorist event, you know, Columbine, all those. And we'd mm-hmm. go through all of them and I'm like, where did, where would we break down here? And just because the kids are 17 and 18, they're not the sixth and seventh graders that you're going to scare the crap out of. The kids would actually be interested and we would have great discussions on it. Um, and it would never go sideways like, oh, I'm going to come in and shoot the school up. No, the kids would learn that, oh, wow, we're, maybe we should do what we're getting taught or 
you know, if someone's acting weird, maybe I should just go say hi, see how they're doing, check in on them, and not be a jerk to them and pick on them. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you had to get approval for? Like uh, that type of a discussion? Because I, I feel like that would trigger <clears throat> some people. I kind of just did it on my own. Yeah. And then it was one of those things, uh, ask for forgiveness later. Sure. Yep. Um, I did bring a principal in on it, and they did enjoy the conversation because it was healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, you know, bring a bomb and blow up. It was, right. all right, defend the school. You know, the best way to defend something is to attack it. So mm-hmm. That's fascinating. But that wasn't here. That wasn't in New York, right? Oh, it was in New York? Oh, <laughs> where, where was it again? My, just, my, my last job. Oh, really? <laughs> he silently I don't, nods. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say schools or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So, But you were, you were somewhere else before here, right? Yeah, it was downstate. Gotcha. Okay, it was not for me. And then, what brought you upstate, or not upstate, Western Western New York? York. Yeah. Well, I'm from here, so it was one of those things where I always wanted to get home. Um, Opportunity arose, I took it. Down there wasn't technically my cup of tea, so to speak. You know, you're you're living with some very rich people, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And when a kid walks up and goes, "I don't have to do that because mommy and my mommy and daddy pay your salary." And you look at him and go, shut the hell up and do it, or yeah. I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I didn't say punch <laughs> him in the face, but I was thinking it. I'm like, I'm going to kill you, kid. But, you know, I'm not going to kill anyone. Don't worry. Um, you know, it gets very frustrating hearing that, you know, every so often. You're just like, all right, I'm out. I didn't know I didn't know you taught downstate. I just thought, <clears throat> like, somewhere in the southern tier you were teaching or something. Oh, like no, that. I was, yeah, I was Hudson Valley area. Gotcha, okay. It was great. Beer scene was awesome. It was just growing up, or blowing up, really. Mm-hmm. Um I hadn't heard of, you know, I wasn't really big into craft beer at that point. Like, I liked craft beer, but it was, you know, just, oh, I'm going to go have a beer and whatever tastes good, I'm going to drink. I'm not going to try and make it or anything like that. So did you go downstate for teaching? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got offered um, I got offered a position right after I graduated from Buff State, uh, and I went, they asked me if I wanted to interview on, a, like, a Monday, and I was like, well, I'm actually leaving for California on Friday on Saturday. So I can't do that. Drove five hours down with a good friend, did a half hour interview where I talked most of the time and the girl didn't, the principal at the time didn't say anything. And I'm like, Oh, well, I'm not going to get this job, whatever. And they're like, Oh, we, you got to come back and do a, um, or no, that was like Tuesday. I went back for my demo lesson on Friday, did the demo lesson. They're like, Oh, we'll call you at you know, 7.30 your time in California. And I was like, okay. So I told all my friends, I'm like, I'll drop you off at the ski lift um, and I'll meet you out there. And about, <clears throat> that was at 7.15. I get back to the apartment where we were staying, just hanging out. 7.28, 7.29, 7.30, no phone call. 7.33, no phone call. Seven, like 7.40, I finally get the phone call. I'm like, man, you guys sleep, sleep in or something. They all started laughing and I'm like, Oh my God, great way to start here. I'm not getting a job, but they offered me the job while I was in California and I came back and three weeks later I was down there. Wow. It's really frustrating when you're that punctual Yeah, and you're like, you're not holding up your end on this. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) You know, that was the worst. That was one of the things they said. They're like, you're never here before the students. I'm like, I'm, I'm the first one in the parking lot every day. You're nuts. <laughs> the maintenance guys hate me because I park in the middle of the lot at the back where they want to push snow. <laughs> they are not my friends for some reason. So you were just in California to, to snow or to snowboard? And yeah, I was out there. We went, um, it was like a post-college trip for all my, me and my friends. Um, we did 
three days at Mammoth and uh, two days at like a day at North Star and a day at um, Tahoe. Tahoe was terrible. Oh, yeah. Very kid family oriented. Can't go fast. Can't spray snow. Can't jump. It's like, why am I here? Yeah, what are we doing here then? This is no fun. I'm out. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. So you're doing your teacher thing for years. Where did you go to college? Buff State. He already said Utica. You said Buff State. Or That's is where that my grad school was. Grad school. Uh, Listen, you were good. I'll going. give you that. He I'll kept give you going. that. He kept going. To no, school. I went to Utica to play to go for engineering, and then I realized I had to transfer out after three years. And I was playing baseball at the time, and I just enjoyed what I was doing and where I was at with everyone. Um, so I just I substitute taught at my old high school for a week, and I actually had fun with it. So I'm like, oh, I could do this for the rest of my life. So then I went to grad school, and, not, and then I went to teach, and now I'm here. How did you substitute teach? So at 19 or 20, you can sign up to substitute teach. Really? Yeah. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Because you will not to cut you off, you only mm-hmm. need a master's to teach in college, correct? No, I think you need a doc. Well, you might be able to do like a adjunct professor or something along those lines. Gotcha. I'm not, not too smart on that, so I couldn't tell you. Gotcha. Okay. I knew it was something crazy because to <clears> teach <throat> like K through 12, you have to get... Masters. Certifications and oh my god, I have cert- I'm certified K through or eight through twelve mm-hmm. science, and then I had to do like all these other ones. You have to get a basic teaching one. Um, there were so many tests that were just useless. <laughs> just put me in a classroom and see if I can do it. You're better off because there's so many people, and I saw it when I was in college and grad school. I was older than most people. I was like two years older than a lot of the people in grad school because. They had like a, a speed up program where you do three and two. Yeah. And I would look at these people and I'm like, yeah, you're smarter than me, but I bet I can deliver that lesson way better than you. And most of the time that was the case, even though, you know, I was, they were better than me. So it's wow. all right. So where did the, the whole, you said when you were downstate, you weren't like super into beer or you were, but not like where you are now, obviously. Yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> we would go, to, like I would go to craft breweries and I would drink beer and talk with people and i got really close with the guys at millhouse brewing actually down there um because one of my old college roommates that we let move into our house um was bartending there and i looked at him i go what are you doing here he goes what are you doing here i live here and i'm like i live here now too and so i got real close with all those guys they're awesome um they're doing great things down there but yeah we wouldn't really um yeah it was more of a bar scene kind of down there um, if I traveled out to see friends in Boston or something, we go to Treehouse and, or I'd go to Treehouse on the way up, and then we go to Sam Adams and mm-hmm. Harpoon, and then do some cideries and stuff like that. The big thing down there was um, Angry Orchards down there. Oh, okay. But I found we found this little like craft cider place called Bad Seed Cider Co. I love their cider. They do like rum barrel, bourbon barrel, mm. gin barrel, but then they'll also have like all these other flavors that you just don't get like they have the dry the sweet i always thought that angry orchard was very sweet Mm -hmm. cider and if you go there it's such a tourist attraction it sucks you can't it takes you a half hour to get a drink well is that the same for sam adams i've never been there but i've i can imagine it has to be the same sam adams was fun they had a tap room um you'd go on the tour and then you get three or four samples and then get out of there Mm -hmm. and then you can go to our real bar and spend more money right which was fine it was a great time did they have every option there available, even if it was seasonal? I don't remember. Okay, that's it's that's a little what, little fuzzy. 
Yeah. I, makes total sense. <laughs> That's just one of my biggest questions because a lot of places have seasonal offerings, but when you're at their like headquarters, mm-hmm. how do they do that? Do they just always have their seasonal options there or do they not because it's kind of tough to yeah, I don't, maintain it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, it's really tough for us too. I mean, we get yelled at for certain beers that we don't have in the summer and I'm like, it's the summer. You want a stout? Right. Yeah, really. You want an 8% stout? Uh, all right. <laughs> See you in the winter. Yeah. Um, Fair. Yeah, the, and probably where my craft beer love got started was when I went to Utica, Matt's FX is right there. We used to go mm. to the, the um, brewery on the weekends, do the tour. We got so close with them, they would be like, all right, we'll see you in, you know, here's the tour. You guys can stay a little longer. Throw us 20 bucks. Throw them 20 bucks. You're there. Hmm. Well, that's sweet. Mm. So did you ever homebrew or anything like that? No. No? <laughs> I brewed here. So that's kind of how we got started was Bill was ki- cooking in his kitchen, brewing in his kitchen. Who's Bill? Bill was the former brewer. So yeah. Bill's the whole reason this thing started. So Bill is a veteran. He did two tours in uh, Iraq and Af- Iraq, Iraq, and Af- I think Afghanistan too. And <clears throat> to deal with his PTSD, he was brewing with friends. Like they would come over, brew in the kitchen on Sundays. And then Michelle got sick of it, and she's like, go to the garage. <laughs> so he went to the garage, and he would brew in the garage, and people came over, and then there was a small business loan or something along those lines coming yep. out with Wyoming County and it was a big thing. So they went and they're like, all right, well, if you want to do this, we've never, they've never had this ability to like where you can come into our place, brew your own beer. And it was on the governor's table while they were setting all this up. So they said, all right, we're going to make, we can make a little tap room until then. And then once it happens, maybe we'll get lucky and it'll go through. So the original, this is the original tap room brewery, everything here. So this is all brand new expansion since that new shiny mm. brew house came into play. Interesting. Sure. Thank God that thing came into play. So, um, so people would come in. You'd brew your own beer. Jesus, Al, shut up. <laughs> she's the she's the local dog. Yeah, she is the local dog. She's the watchdog right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, people would come in, and these walls weren't here. The brew house is actually where my bottle is right now. Mm. We had a three barrel brew house. Um, where the new brew on premise section over there is, was all our grain room. That was a garage door. So we'd get orders of grain. We'd have to pitch them into there. Um, you would brew on premise here. We had fridges. The kitchen was wide open. You could see everything here. It was, it was so different. It's crazy. We have a YouTube video where you can see us starting. They used to do just the fermenters were plastic five Mm. gallon jugs. Now we've got the 15-gallon somewhat-looking fermenters over there. Um, but then they started that, and it's slowly expanded. I mean, I don't even know if I can say slowly. We've kind of exponentially expanded in five years yeah. from that, from brewing on the brew on-premise almost four or five sessions a day to keep up with the tap. And I think they started with, I want to say, eight beers they were doing. Um, <clears throat> and then... They got bigger systems. It was, you know, they tried doing everything slow so they didn't outgrow themselves and get kicked in the foot, kicked in the rear. Um, we took a shot right before COVID, and oh, I was here the day we did it. We signed the the contract for our brew house, and they're like, "Well, we're doing it." And I'm like, "Where's it going?" And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna build a building. We're gonna have a beer garden. We'll have an over like all of a sudden, all this stuff just started shooting out of their mouths." I'm like, "We're gonna do this." I'm like, "That's awesome." 
And then I go, can we get a canning line? And they're like, no. <laughs> but we're not, I mean, we're not really, really big enough for an actual canning line. Um, we'd have, we're going to have like a, um, there's a company out of Albany that's going to make it. It's a, like a four, four head semi-automatic. You're going to need two people to pretty much run it. I think, um, I've been watching videos on it. <clears throat> Seems pretty nice, but it'll also help with the brew on premise. Cause it takes me almost an hour to do that bottling. Oh, wow. And I, I should be able to cut that time and down to like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Once I get the machine set up. So they'll have different modules to come in like 12 ounce bottles, 22 ounce bottles, and then cans. So, we just put the down payment for that, and now I got to find more space in the brew house. That's sure. quite packed, huh? Yeah, really. So when you when they started, he was just <clears throat> brewing in the kitchen. Yeah. And then was it just like did it escalate to like oh now people that are like neighborhood friends are coming over and Correct. drinking? And then when did that whole when did it start where it's like all right now we're actually going to do this for real and like open it up for the public rather than just friends? Um, I would I would I think when they you know moved out here they took the jump and we're like all right we're gonna give it a go and then they waited um because the governor took like i think he signed it in june or no he signed it in three months before march yeah. signed it and then you had 100 day, 120 days to wait and then they opened on march whatever the first weekend in march was that year, like five years mm. ago mm. so um, yeah, they did that, and the rest is history, really. So then when did you come in to start <clears throat> brewing? To brewing? So um, when I moved back about four and a half years ago, I came here on a brew-on-premise session for Father's Day. Me and my, my dad and my buddy and his dad came in. We brewed over here, um, brewed a simple Kolsch. Took us forever because we had to grind the grain. Now you don't grind grain at all here. We do all the grinding. It's so much easier for everyone else. <laughs> It doesn't take as long as it's not as noisy. Yeah, we so we brewed a Kolsch. We brewed a base recipe to start, like we still do today. Like if you were to come in and do it, I'd tell you to brew one of our recipes. Super simple. You know it's going to turn out good. And then if next time when we came in, we did like a black cherry Kolsch. We want, the Kolsch is like I enjoy the Kolsch. Mm-hmm. I like a Kolsch beer. So we did that. And then they actually had an ad on Facebook two and a half years ago or maybe even three we're looking for a bartender so i reached out and i was like hey you know i'd like to be a bartender i need some extra money i'm poor so i showed up and i was like hey how's it going she's like oh i'm michelle and i'm like hi yeah i need a resume or a application please here's my resume she goes oh yeah well uh we'll let you know i'm like oh okay <laughs> three months later hey do you do you still want to work here i'm like sure great yeah Worked here. I was a bartender for a year, year and a half. And then when COVID hit, I started watching what the other guys were doing. And it was like, let's release new things Mm -hmm. all the time. And we need to be canning and getting our names out there and doing all this stuff. So I kind of took over social media and I kind of pushed us in the direction of, we need to release new small batch beers. Do you mind if like we do them like the bartenders? So we came up with, we did three beers. We did... Um, just peach it where I threw every big name hop I could think of at it. And that was mine. We did a, a beer called F the chores, which was pink boots, everything, pink boots. All the girls did that one. They loved it. That was a really good beer. I got to bring that back. And then we did like a off of like wrench or something like that. And then 
<clears throat> we were about to brew again another small batch, and Bill was over there being a dummy and cut his thumb, and he was supposed to brew the next day. So he wraps his finger up, goes to the hospital, gets stitches. I mean, if you've ever seen it, someone cut their hand and with a saw, it's terrible. Do you need another one? I'm good, man. You drank that really fast. I'm, I'm here for it. This I, beer is amazing. If, do we get, like, timeouts if you need drinks? Yeah, you can do it. Okay. Long. Well, whenever you guys want a beer, just okay. let me know. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm here for you guys, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bartender first. Exactly. That's a problem. Peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so Bill's like, Michelle looks at me, and she goes, well, you're, you're the only guy, and you probably can throw bags around no problem. I'm like, yeah, probably could. She's like, all right, we'll see you at 7 a.m. I'm like, what? You got to leave with that. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. All right, you're going to be here at 7 a.m. You're going to throw bags around. I was like, all right, whatever. So we got in. Um, my first beer I ever brewed was our Hefeweizen, and that was with the brewer's assistant at the time, bless her soul. So we brewed that, and then slowly, and then I think like Bill was supposed to come back like a month later, and he has a golf cart accident. Not golf. He doesn't golf. Like if you guys, if you ever come back and you see Bill, he does not golf. He's a, a little larger gentleman. I'm probably going to get yelled at for that, but it's true. And he just, he stepped off the golf cart. And I guess it's a very common injury with golfing. So make sure your golf cart is stopped before you get off. He stepped off the golf cart and both tib fib. I just heard of that. Where where did we hear that? Was it? Oh, where it was, you, it it was, was probably yeah, me. It was oh, Shane. Okay, gotcha. We were, yeah, would we be the first. Party. I was going to say. Yeah, I just heard the same accident. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was me. Nope. Yeah, so I that's how it started. Imagine, I couldn't imagine that pain. Both fibia and tibia. Dude, just. I yeah, like middle middle of each bone, or was it up high towards the kneecap? It, or like it was like middleish. Yeah, I'd give it middle. I couldn't. I couldn't because I saw that. the X-rays and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, how did that bone not pop out? It was Oof. wild because it was it was like diagonal too, and I was like, Ooh. "Yeah, that's tough." And then, yeah, he just got, and then so he got that, and then he just got full knee reconstruction yesterday, or like two weeks ago. I mean, not yesterday. He's going down to Florida today for PT. Thank God. It's better. If, it's better if he's away because he's like me. If I'm somewhere, I'm going to be doing something. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and just it doesn't matter what condition I'm in. Like yeah. You know. So did his injuries lead to your brewing yeah. full time? Yeah. So when you were bartending, when you first came here and you were bartending, you were still working as a teacher, right? Correct. No? Okay. So you are a teacher and then you're like, all right, I'm going to leave my cozy state job. Yeah. And I'm going to start working <laughs> Stupid, at a brewery right? full time. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> I, I know. Awesome health insurance. No, but honestly, <laughs> what was your, what was that conversation like? Cause that couldn't have been easy. What me leaving them? Yeah. Oh, it was easy. I'll see you later. <laughs> There were there, so, <laughs> so I had been brewing for like a year and a half when I made the decision. Um, like I told you guys a little earlier, it's probably been a year that I've actually been the head brewer mm-hmm. here. Um, there were a bunch of things that led up to that decision at the school where I won't throw them under the bus, even though I want to so badly. Um, where it just wasn't favorable for me to stay, and the stress I was putting on myself that I really didn't need to. And here I was just having so much fun and there was no stress. It's my own schedule. It's, it's my performance. No one else's. If, if I sink, I sink. So I said, I'll see you later. I'm going to go do something fun. I love this. I, I did enjoy teaching. I don't miss it. Just so everyone who listens to this knows. <laughs> and I stopped getting asked questions. 
You guys are like 102 to ask, just so you know. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, it was just like, I'm out. I, you know, I'd had enough, you know, and there's no stress. I, you know, I, like I said, I was working, I would pull 40 hour weeks here between bartending. Actually, I was probably pulling 50 hour weeks, bartending, brewing, and teaching and coaching. So sleep and social life was not a thing. Mm-hmm. I bet you miss coaching though, right? I do miss coaching. Yeah. I miss the free weight room, honestly, because <clears throat> that was really cool. I enjoyed building that and going through that whole process. Coaching is a lot of fun. Um, I actually went back this fall. A lot of the seniors that I worked with over the past three, four years um, acknowledged me in their senior games and were like, we would really like you here. And I'm, oh, sweet. And I didn't go to my home school, so they were, there's two schools there combined. It's actually three now. Um, and so I went to the one school, and I was like, I'll come. I'll show up. You know, I'll appreciate, I appreciated you guys and everything you did for me. You know, I still stay in contact with a lot of kids from the school even. They'll reach out and ask how I'm doing. You know, I'll talk to them. I'll be like, when's your games? Like, I'll come and see you. I'll come hang out, you know, watch you guys play because, you know, mm-hmm. that's what where we really formed a connection there. You know, not so much. A lot of kids I didn't see in the classroom because I'm teaching physics and forensics, you know, and a lot of these kids just kind of didn't have an opportunity to get there or they were in another school and stuff like that. It's it's powerful having a connection with a teacher because I there was a teacher's aide that was with my my specific graduating class from sixth grade until mm-hmm. we graduated and he retired with us yeah and he literally said in his uh, commencement speech essentially he goes there's no other class that I would rather grad- like retire with and mm-hmm. it's because I've been with you guys for so long mm-hmm. and it's that is probably one of the most beneficial aspects of being a teacher is that impact that you have with kids and it's very underrated in regards to how important going to school every single day is school days are nice or snow days rather but when you're in school Mm -hmm. and you're building that relationship with the teacher that could potentially follow you for multiple years it's paramount because sometimes you're not getting that at home from a parent but you're going to get it from Mm -hmm. a teacher so I'll actually piggyback off that so our graphic designer for us is one of my former students from my first school I taught at. I stayed in touch with her. You know, we've been super influential in both of our lives. Like, if one of us is down, it's a, you know, we'll just shoot the shit with the other one and we kind of pick each other up. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's very rare that I found one of those relationships with a kid. Um, You know, and she's killing it at her job. Um, She's designing our 10 flagship beers right now, and she's going to go forward with, you know, our seasonals. She did our website. She did... Wow. She's done a lot for us already. That's um, awesome. Logo? No, she didn't. We've had this logo forever. She kind of tweaked it a little bit and made it a little crisper. Um, but I'll show you guys the flagships once we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's really sweet. I can't wait. Um, it's just once they were really close with approval, and I think we found the right company to do it. Um, and they're local, so I love it even more. Um, and I just can't wait to show everyone it's it's fun she kills it is this the first no. round that you're canning yeah, um so like of our of our own beer yeah uh, yes and no um this this would be the first round of beer that we actually feel safe to distribute on our sure. own um I don't, a couple of the cans up there we've obviously we've done runs like i've done two um two fundraising events with my buddies from Pertnier Outdoors. We've done the Trailblazer event, which you guys almost walked in on me mm-hmm. transferring the cherry wheat over. Um, we did a cherry blonde with them last year. We've done the um, 
the collaboration we did last year, we did a jalapeno pineapple cream mm-hmm. ale. The one of the beers I just hate the most because I wish we would use mango, but I'm at the delegation of them, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to start <clears throat> fully canning and getting ourselves out there a lot more. That's one of the things I heard at the Brewers Invitational yesterday. You know, you guys in markets, you, we don't see you out here. Where are you from? Oh, you're not that far. I can't believe I've never seen you. You know, it's just little things like that. We're just self-distributing into wineries and br- bars right now, really. Mm-hmm. It's got to be exciting, though, for you because you know that you're, like, right on that precipice of, like, exploding and getting your name out there mm-hmm. and getting into markets. Yeah, it's been a um, interesting conversation slash push from me. Um, I've always wanted to do it here. I always thought we had the ability to, but not with the system we were on. Um, if we were on that system, I'd be... I would have no life and I would be brewing 24 seven, three shifts a day. Um, with this new system, it's just so easy to brew. It's not even, it's cake compared what, to what I used to do. What's the old system versus the new system? What is the gallons and everything? Um, so we were on a three barrel. So that's like a hundred and we would do about 135 gallons ish about that. My barrels are probably off. Someone, some brewer will probably talk to me and be like, you're an idiot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just deal in gallons. You guys are smarter than me. <clears throat> Um, so we do about 135 there and then I can push our new system to almost 175 mm. with the ability to do like 10 barrels, which is about 350 something. So those are, it's just the amount of beer we can, I can push out is crazy. And from this past September was when our first brew happened on it. And from September to November, I was just, every tank was full. There was no downtime. It was, I was pushing beer because when we moved, I was actually brewing out under that lean-to mm-hmm. for a little bit, and that was great. Oh, I'm sure. That was that was so much fun. <laughs> I paid my dues that this past summer for this new house, so it's freaking awesome. <laughs> you know, lifting the grain up with, like, a, the forklift, pushing the grain down, turning it on, manually throwing everything in there. No, There's no rakes. There was no bells and whistles. I'm sure some guys are still using it as their pilot system now. Um but yeah, it was it was a lot of work for what I had to do. Now it's like I could sleep and just walk over and turn knobs and yeah. push buttons and be done. That's awesome. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> so you guys are now at 21 tabs. We've been there for like three years, I think. Well, I'm saying in this, oh, in yeah. this timeline. Yep. So now you're at 21 taps. You got your new system and the word spread through the the neighboring towns. I'll just put it that way mm-hmm. because it's it's a little spread out comparatively to like the, the craft beer scene in the city, <laughs> right? Yeah. Everyone's afraid to leave Erie County to come mm-hmm. here, especially Buffalo Beer League's Brian Campbell. I'll take that shot at him. I hope he listens to this. I was hammering him so much yesterday. Oh my god, I love that guy. He's great. So you have your your regulars, hmm. and obviously your your logo set, your designs are set, and then your product is consistent. Mm-hmm. And your, I, I I guess like your your niche is solidified in the area of like, hey, we can always go here. We can rely on them. It's not like they're going to close next week. Yeah. And then you take over as head brewer because of unforeseen injuries and then just logistics and things like that. It just kind of made sense for you to transition into that role. Yeah. And now you guys are starting to enter competitions. Yeah, we entered last year. Um, we entered four beers. Two of them got pushed to metal round. Two were the, – the judges are just so nice sometimes. It's hilarious. I'm like, wow, that was that bad, huh? All right. That's fair. <laughs> I'll take that. But yeah, so this year we bumped up to uh, seven beers. Um, super excited. We'll see what happens. Uh, very, very interesting. You never know who's going to win. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with Adam the day of the competition. He's like, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And he won gold and then he won the Governor's Cup. And he's like, crap, I don't have enough of this beer because it's a one off. Sure. You know, and he's making it again. And, He's doing great stuff, too. But, yeah, we're super excited to see what happens this year. Um, we threw some more at it, and, you know, hopefully we'll we'll crack into, like, a, a medal or something. Yeah. Be nice. So what are you submitting this year? So we submitted the American Ale, Floating On, which is our root beer stout float, or root beer float stout, Fluffernutter, which is the peanut butter marshmallow one. I'm about to try that. Yeah, you should. Uh, Lost at Sea, the ones you guys turned tried earlier that I got from the collaboration so guys. Good. Yeah, I can't wait for that barrel aged version. That's gonna be So for our audience, Lost at Sea is a blonde a blonde stout and it's ten and a half percent. With Jamaican me crazy coffee beans. And it's super from good. Finger Lakes the best coffee. coffee beans in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I went there and they're like, Oh, you're the guy that offer you you're the guy that wants fifteen pounds and you, you get a free five pounds. What do you want? I'm like, Oh, I get free five pounds, that's it. <laughs> Or a, a free pound. He gave me a free pound. I'm like, you're so gracious. <laughs> I just spent $230 here. <laughs> Thanks. You want a free coffee? Yes. Yes. Extra large. <laughs> give me the most expensive coffee yeah. bean now. Yeah. I want a shake on the way home. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. And then uh, our new farmer's juice, because I tried a couple new techniques with that. Our sour IPA. And then... That's it. Oh, our Pilsner. Mm. Okay. Because why not? Are those your, if you had to throw out there your seven, like, kind of benchmark Best. ones? Yeah, yeah. That Ooh. you always have? Or no? <clears throat> well, this is brand new. Oh, okay. I should throw that. Yeah, this is good. The chocolate milk's delicious. Um, 
it's not chocolate milk. It's a peanut butter, <laughs> chocolate, strawberry, right. stout, something, Ooh, right? Sour? Yeah, sour. There sour. you go. Nailed Very it. tart this time. Very buckering up. I would say two, <laughs> three, three, three of the beers that are going are four of the beers, are flagships. Because Fluffernutter seasonal. That's the one that everyone wants all the time. Summer, fall, doesn't matter. Farmer's Juice is a seasonal. We've always, or a uh, flagship. We've always had that. The Hillbilly Pilsner is brand new. And then our American Ale is the 100%, or 100% pretty much New York State uh, Amber Ale. Hmm. So that's all local grain, local hops, all that fun stuff. So when you guys are not doing competitions and submitting beers and things like that, and it's just a normal Tuesday... What is your like capacity so people get an idea? Because microbreweries <clears throat> a part of your like front door sign, right? Yeah. But like, what's the staff number? How many people do you generally see during the week? What's your menu look like? Just so kind of people can get like so an like overall. food menu. Yeah. Okay. So we are a farm and microbrewery, so we fall under both, which is super nice because it gives us leniency to do some of the more of the fun things i know guys that are full farm and it's it's a really taxing on the brewer as far as that goes what's the difference um if you're a farm brewery you have to use jason havens is gonna yell at me 60 percent of your bill has to be of your recipe essentially has to be new york state all new york state no matter what it is okay um micro gives us the ability to obviously make sours stretch out you know not spend like obviously local grains a little more expensive but we totally understand you're not a big business we're going to support you regardless that's why we do that we have to make 50 barrels of local a year which isn't hard for us so Um, microbrewery literally just means like a smaller large brewery correct so there's no legal requirements or anything like that it's just we're a small brewery i think so okay gotcha I'm just the guy that puts water with grain and hops and prays it works out and throws yeast later on. Um, Okay, so normal Tuesday, we're usually closed, but I'll have people come up and be like, hey, can you give me a beer? And I'm like, I'm kind of in the middle of something. Um, We have five bartenders, I think. (laughs) Yeah, five bartenders. Okay. Uh, Two owners, one brewer. Um, Usually we operate Wednesday through Sunday. We are going to open up Tuesdays in May to Taco Tuesday. Ooh. So we're going to do like dollar. I know. I'm going to just push our owners into this, and they're not going to have a choice. (laughs) This is the first time they're hearing it right now. (laughs) No, we've discussed it. We've discussed it, but I'm just going to throw it out there and make it public now so everyone's here. So we're going to do like dollar tacos, and it's going to be like soft shell taco, meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, sour cream. Here you go. Sure. You want extras? Too bad. It's a a great idea. Shut up. Yeah, really. Um. Usually Wednesday, so Wednesday through Saturday, we can do the brew on premise. I like having one of the days off or at least one day to get back over there. Um, so people will come in, um, reserve one of the pots. We'll sit here for three and a half hours and do that. Um, I don't do anything. I just sit there and make fun of them most of the time or at least have a good time with them. Make sure they're enjoying it and get drunk and, you know, hopefully tip me more. Because they tip the bartenders more than me most of the time, which is fine. <laughs> so that, that program has been around for a while because that's what you that got is, introduced. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's been around five years, actually. So What, what uh, made them want to start that? It would, I feel like that's a lot of work. It was just like Bill teaching people in the garage. Oh, okay. The friends and family wanted to learn how to brew, and he taught them here. And, you know, that's where it all started from. And 
Um, I still believe that we're the only one in the state to do this. Like I've had people from New York City call me and go, yeah, we'd like to reserve a spot. And this happened over the summer. And she's like, how far are you guys from other half? And I'm like, oh, we're like two hours thinking Mm. Finger Lakes. And she's like, oh, really? On the website, it says six. And I'm like, oh, you're in New York City. Jeez. She's like, yeah, we were taking a party bus. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just not going to want to make that drive. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. That's a long time in a party bus. Oh even, even though it's a party, it's not that much of a party no. after seven hours. No. And then seven hours back, everyone's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you got to decide. I mean, if you're going to do that, then you're coming up for the weekend. Right. Um, and just going to Buffalo. Yeah. You know, but it was it was a very interesting conversation I had with that lady. Like, <laughs> you're going to bring 25 people in here? Okay, great. When? Where are you from? Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, normally it's that. <clears throat> we'll do that. Um, it's been super great this winter. Um, since we did expand the brew house, we had, a, we had a problem last year. We love snowmobilers, but we had a problem last year where not a lot of them have reverse. They're not like cars, so they have to mm-hmm. take, come in and take up a bunch of spots. Mm-hmm. So we had about 50, or 50 sleds out front last year in the two weekends we had snow. And we had cars parking on 28, and we kind of got our hands slapped. But we, we just got yelled at, and we're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to tell all the sled. We made an announcement. We're like, hey, anyone that's got a snowmobile, please pull it out back. We will make sure that you have a clear lane to get in and out last year. And then this year, I came up with a great idea. Why don't we just put a retaining wall outside there, give them their own lane to the back, and it works phenomenal. The main trail is only two, 300 yards up that way. Hmm. The other... Um, Last weekend, we did our dice run. Folsom Trailblazers did their dice run where they, you go around, you bar hop, and you throw dice. I've never done one, but it always sounds fun. And we probably had 50, 60 sleds in the back at a time, and this place was just oh, wow. packed. We had to have people, like, people with snow gear were just out back with plastic cups with their on their snowmobiles. That's awesome. hanging out. That's amazing. Yeah, and then we have another event coming from them, coming up for them um, the 19th and 20th. And we have to make sure that we have outdoor seating. <laughs> and I, beer. I think I have enough of that. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy where you get hit with that, and that's the first thought. Okay. Yeah. Seating cups and beer. Like, we good? It's like, more, it, in, in my eyes, it goes more of beer, cups, seating. Yeah. Well, of course. Whatever, but go outside. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. We're going to have a fire out back, like. We'll have a, they'll be, they'll be great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that is one of the problems. Like we have a, um, I will actually probably table up everything back there. So if they are inside and they do want to get the, knock the chill off, they can put all their gear up. Mm-hmm. We've got shelving units, all that stuff for them over there. That's exciting. Um, you gotta be one of the only breweries on a snowmobile trail too, right? <clears throat> I believe so. That's sweet. Well, we, we will be, we will be number, we'll be one and then there'll be another one. Because um, they're going to open one down the road, actually. Oh, okay. So, which is fine. Makes us a destination. Right. It's way better. I was even talking to... I was talking to the guy that's going to do it, and then I was co- talking to... Um, oh, the owners of 42 North. We met him in Colorado. Um, Simperman? No, I think that's the brewer. Anyway. Sure. Um, we were talking to them, and they're like, no, it's way better. Now we, we become somewhat of a destination mm. because what you can do is you can come out to Windy, then you can go to the next brewery, and then you can go back into East Aurora, or vice versa, go from East Aurora out. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's like your same, own wine trail. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing as the wine trails. And, yeah, and if you guys golf at all, oh, yeah. Burncliff's there. 
Ironwood's right here. Yep. I mean, we get slammed. That's the other reason I want to open on Tuesdays. Open at like mm-hmm. three. Let the golfers come here. We have deals with them, but I forget what they are. It was over the summer. You can bring your scorecard, and if you know if you show your scorecard, you get a dollar or two off a beer. Doesn't matter what your score is because this guy's not going to discount them. So neither are you, champ. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, my handicap's like a solid one twenty-five. Maybe one twenty-eight. Yeah, that's your score. Listen, no, no, all no, you're no. trying that's, to do. that's my handicap is one twenty-eight, so I can be back normal to par. <clears throat> All you're trying to do is get the most out of that golf course for what you paid for. Exactly. That's the only justification I have for that. Do, do you mean like the amount of divots? The like, amount of swings. Yeah, okay. you get your money worth. The yeah. amount of times you swear, drink beer. Yeah, $40 to play around, 40 divots yeah. in the ground, you know? <laughs> 40 hours of emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> so where does the name Windy Brew come from? So if, I mean, did you guys see the windmills? Yes. It's also very freaking windy up here. We've we had a party ten out pack, so um when the governor or whoever it was opened up restrictions, the SLA or yeah, the SLA goes, Whatever you want your seating area to be outdoors, do it. So we bought a party tent, we had this whole this entire property you could sit on. So it was kinda of like other half. You could go way out back. We had park we have parking out back in the summer, thank God. Because there's nights where we'll have we do cornhole leagues. Everyone will be parked out back there. Everyone will be parked up here, and it's just mobbed. mobbed yeah. And they, everyone's outside, and they love it. But back to that, we actually had a party tent here, and <laughs> it fell two times while I was here. The one time, I could see it going, and I walked outside, and, and I go, "All right, folks, time to leave. Everyone back inside. We don't care about rules right now. We don't want a lawsuit. Are you dying?" Right. As I'm holding onto the tent, waiting for this group of people to leave, the person in front of me, as I'm holding it, is eating his pizza still. And I'm like, hey, you need to go. Well, I'll leave when I'm... I'm like, if you don't move, I'm going to drop this tent right on your head. There's an older gentleman, too. He's like, but I want to eat... I'm like, go inside now. He's like, everyone's in here. And I'm like, I don't care what happens. Is everyone safe? Right. Like, I drop the tent. Put it back up the next day because we just get hammered with weather up here. Well, and this year was uncharacteristically windy. And wet. Yeah. It was terrible for tents. Terrible. So how does that work then with like your... Well, they, they went... They, I think they kind of <clears throat> pulled it back. Like they reined that back in. But gotcha. during COVID, you could be outside. There were no no rules. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, But... You know, it was super nice because the first time in my lifetime I've been a part of the Finger Lakes region. Hmm. You're in the Finger Lakes if you don't know that. You're not in Western New York. Right now? Correct. According to who? He who cannot be named. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> awesome. It helped us out so much because we're I mean, we're right over the border. Yeah. All right, great, thanks. So everyone, once we opened up to fifty percent inside plus outside, everyone was coming here. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. We had a blast with it. Um, you know, everyone was super friendly. Thank God, no one really got, you know, too torqued up about anything left, right, or center. So, um, that's cool. Yeah, it was nice. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> So you got the best of both worlds. And you're representing other local brands. Uh, Buffalo Distilling's represented here mm-hmm. with their Bill's Mafia sauce. And then you have who we else? We also have their One Foot Cock, bourbon, gin, and vodka. Hmm. Good deal. Well, they're Attica was, boys, right? Yeah, they were. They grew up in Bennington, or they started in Bennington or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the family barn. 
Yep. That's you guys okay. know them? You oh, probably yeah. know them. Yeah, we, we talked with yeah. them. We interviewed them twice. Yeah. Ah, yeah, we got to get back there. It's been a while. Correct. I, yeah. I actually want to get down and talk with the uh, head distiller. I have his number, and I have two of his barrels, but I have yet to discuss with anything. The new one? Because Frank? Yeah. Is that yeah. the new one? Kevin just left. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. We got you. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> We're t- up on the news. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm in a cave. <laughs> Well, you're too busy brewing, man. I get locked over there, okay? Yeah. They're going to give me a... I get a hammock over there over the summer, <laughs> thank God. Well, yeah, nice. so we have um, Buffalo Distillings here. Um, also, we uh, have um, Johnson Estate Wine, nice. Savage Wine, and then we have Bella Rose. And we are also on tap, all 10 taps at Bella Rose. Hmm. And he is... I love those guys. Mike up there, he's freaking awesome. Um, promotes the hell out of us. He's In the summer, I hate him, but I love him. Because he'll call me, like I told you guys, just randomly call me beer. That's all he says. He'll text me beer. And I go, okay, when and what? <laughs> and it's usually like six six doles, and here we go. Wow. I told him he needs to expand to halves. So I can't deal with this. <laughs> it's just too often. <laughs> That's amazing. So when you talk about distribution and you kind of getting your name out there, what's the first place you're going towards? <clears throat> Is, oh, like bottle shops and stuff like that? Distribution, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you have anything in mind? I have not talked to anyone yet. Okay. I'm hoping like to get in that conversation. I would rather have the product and then go. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, this is what we got. And then it's not like I can't get it to you. Right. Because I've heard horror stories, so to speak, with some of the bigger guys mm-hmm. being like, oh, I don't have this. And then they're like, all right, well, we're not paying you. Gotcha. And I don't, I don't want to let someone down. I'd rather know I have it. I know I have a decent product. Are you thinking about starting off in Buffalo or are you thinking about Batavia, Rochester area? I would go, I would go Buffalo. Okay. I would go if... If Daryl let me, I'd go right down to Aurora Brewers and throw a case of cans. I don't care. Gotcha. He's, he's 10, 15 minutes down the road. Right. I can get him anything he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, and then just spread out from there. Um, it's just a matter of getting the product and then being able to take it somewhere, mm-hmm. getting it up in, in someone's face and being like, we have this. Yeah. Do you want it? Not not setting you to a time, but when are you thinking that that's just so everyone listening that's like I don't oh jeez I don't really um, come out here soon actually yeah um within a month or two we'll oh have, wow okay. like um we're in the final stages of our labels being done I think we have one one or two beers we're just like, it's small tweaks at this point um, we just actually submitted that cherry wheat ale uh, we submitted that to the TPTB so we know what we have to tweak with all of these so it's a smooth transition they all go in they all come out and we're good to roll um so yeah we're thinking march april we're gonna let this fly are you that was go, our goal are you gonna go with the flagships <clears throat> yep okay. so we have um oh man like everything that's selling well right now gotcha. like we're gonna start out since we are rolling into summer it's a lot of summer beers like our sours going in it uh our pilsner our cream ale uh, Hefeweizen, Big Tree, Backroom, American. I think we're throwing our Bessie's Milk Stout in there just because it's a 5.5 stout. Like Everyone drinks it all year mm-hmm. long. Um, <laughs> blueberry, Lunation. Uh, and I think if that's 10, that's it. Yeah. And then we're going to rework... And then we're gonna have our habanero lime cream ale. We're gonna get. A, we're gonna start as soon as she's done with that. We're gonna start rolling right into the seasonal labels because I don't want to mess around with that. I want that done asap. Get the habanero lime, and then we'll have our harvest festival come out, and we'll have a label for that. That's our amber or our Meritzen lager, mm-hmm. uh, Oktoberfest beer, um, and then fluffernutter, and just just get slowly going. just build. 
build the empire. That's great. That's super exciting. Or the, for you guys. or the waste of stickers. Yeah, really. Seriously. <laughs> It'll work out. It's got to be exciting, but stressful for you too. Like, do you, are you good with the, with the equipment that you have now? Yeah. Yeah. You're not outgrowing this stuff yet. I'm bored. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I get mad, and they yell at me. They're like, you didn't put in all your hours. I'm like, I did. You just, it was on social media for 10. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be as efficient as possible because I know exactly what's going to happen as soon as we hit, like, that spring, summer where mm-hmm. people just want beer, yeah. you know, and we'll be cranking here, and we'll be, if we get into the distro, you know, and we're pushing out cases of beer left, right, you know, everywhere um i know exactly you know i i've learned tricks and tips from other brewers thank god um to kind of keep myself in on a schedule Mm -hmm. you know and if you notice i've got like a three-month calendar over there and i'm all the way to i have february march done april's getting worked on already um and a couple of those are you know like anything like we lager our pilsner we're going to lager our Oktoberfest for the first time since I took over mm-hmm. last year. We didn't. We were we were in a rush. Um, it was it needed to get out. We didn't take the time on it. So last year we put out a subpar product, but this t- this year, knock it out of the park. Can you tell everybody where we are too? Because we probably should have started that off <clears throat> at the top. Uh, in the middle of a field. Perfect. <laughs> we are in Strikersville, New York. Uh, we are fifteen minutes outside of East Aurora, going east. Uh, it's probably like two valleys, a couple hills. Um, if anyone knows where Burncliff, Ironwood, um, Darien Lake, even we're ten fifteen from Darien Lake, mm-hmm. it's just south. Um, yeah, it's you know if you're on your way to your Latchworth and you want a hiking beer or you want to come back and get food, you're more than welcome to. Um, it, just well, right, right on twenty eight, right off of twenty eight. Yeah, go slow though. You'll you'll blink and pass it. Yeah. I passed it for two years before I came here. <laughs> um, we've had yeah, like um, what's the guy's name from Buffalo Beer Review or buffalo brews review john i think his name is probably screwed up he'll yell at me next time sorry <laughs> um he he brought a bunch of hiking people in here from like hunter's creek and letchworth and beaver meadow and we get a you know ton of people that's cool we're not that far everyone thinks we're far no. we're not far yeah it's not far at all no so it's, and you go 55 down here so you're here and yeah real quick exactly 20 minutes everything in buffalo is 20 minutes it's great mm-hmm cool uh so what are your instagram handles your social media stuff and do you have a website or anything we have a website uh i think it's windybrews.com um i don't know what the instagram should just be windy brew brewery maybe facebook you can look us up there haven't really uh we have tiktok i'm very lazy on it no, me too. i only i only use it really when i want to post something somewhat cool and to try and keep up with um trends Trying to keep up with Shane and Mike is stupid. <laughs> From first line, <laughs> I will. I will tell you this right now. I will never cover myself. We, we're supposed to do a collaboration really soon, too. And if I have to get covered in something, I, I'm gonna just run them over. They're I'm never so gonna cover funny. myself in peanut butter. I'm never gonna make it rain with Starburst. I watched that video and I was so disturbed. <laughs> like Shane's still. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even like put like normal boots on. You're still in your brewer's boots. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see what the. You guys just yeah it's windy brew brewery is the instagram okay <clears throat> so yeah. and there you post like what brew you're working on what your food items are when you're open. oh yeah we like never that. did food yeah. we didn't do the menu yeah, oh go my god it. sorry so no, um we do pizzas wings so we have three different pizzas i'll start there uh cheese and pop white chicken finger and we have four 
four different sauces. God, I'm starving. Is it like flatbread? Dude, you want food? I gotta... No. I, w- I mean, it was a half joke because oh. I was like, I knew this was going to happen. As soon as we talked food, the three yeah. of us are just going to start drooling. Is oh. it flatbread? Or is it it's like, like a regular? normal crust? Okay, gotcha. So we don't... Um, <clears throat> thing with us is we don't have fryers. We have these turbo chef ovens, like which cook the hell out of everything. So I, if as soon as the <laughs> oven's on, I can cook a pizza start to finish in three minutes. Oh, wow. And get it to you in under like 10. You want it done? I got it done now. Yeah, so what, <laughs> yeah, what the, the girls are actually getting really good at it. They're prepping them the night before, like oh just God. the bases. You can have a pizza, cheese and pep. Okay, done. Five minutes. And some people are like, I wasn't ready. And they're like looking at us like, what's wrong with you? So we'll do that. We have three different pizzas. We usually do a specialty of the month, but we've been slacking so bad. We'll get on it, though. I think we have Reuben pizza coming up in March. My Ooh, Reuben? Reuben. Sounds amazing. I think we go Reuben, cheeseburger, and then taco. Nice. Solid. Taco is like... Taco pizzas were one of the cafeteria classics. You oh, remember. This is way better than cafeteria, though. <laughs> yeah. So they'll actually use... They use our farmer's juice in all the crusts we use. Oh, oh sweet. So we send our farmer's juice to them. So it's a little sweeter of a crust. Oh. Um, so it's, all, it's great. Uh, then we do wings... All different sauces. Um, we have barbecue, buffalo, hot, Carolina gold, and then we have windy, which is like a sweet and spicy. Nice. Um, chicken nuggets, boneless wings. Nailed it. Uh, wedges, potato wedges. We used to have waffle fries, but they were a little spicy for people, and they weren't happy with them. So we're like, okay, no problem. Uh, loaded tater tots, or you can just get loaded fries too, either way. Um, cheese, Beer cheese, bacon, uh, pretzels. Jalapeno poppers, and I think we're going to dive into... Oh, we have pizza logs, if we order them. And then we're going to dive into uh, paninis. Oh, cool. Starting this week. Um, we're going to have three different paninis, like a turkey, bacon, avocado, a Reuben, and chicken finger. Let's go. If you want paninis, I can make paninis there on. Um, and then we just started brunch, actually, last week, and... Michelle kind of yelled at me. She's like, it was a flop. And I'm like, yeah, because we did a soft opening. Did you want to get killed when you were working? That's true. Michelle doesn't work a lot, but I, we, she works a lot behind the scenes, but she doesn't work out here as much anymore. So whenever she does work out here, I kind of poke fun at her as much as I can because it's, it's so easy. It's like, oh, you remember where we are? Yeah. Do you know how to do this? I don't know where anything is. She was yelling at the bartenders the other night. She's like, where is this? And I'm like... Why don't you just let them do it? Like, just pour drinks. That's what I do. When they're busy, they're like, do you want to cook? I'm like, no, I'll sling <laughs> drinks and you do cooking. Yeah. Because you guys changed all of this. So do you guys do, you do growlers too, right? Yep. Growlers. We have growlers cans. Uh, you can bring your own growler. We'll fill it unless you want one of ours. Uh, they're five bucks and then fills like 13 for everything under seven. And I think it goes up to 15. Mm. That's, um, That's amazing. Pours are five and five and six. But we just changed the glass size. So, like, anything over seven, you're getting something like this. Um, just because we don't want you getting hammered and right. driving, trying to drive out of here. Yeah. Fair. There's a lot of deer around here. <clears throat> yes. And cows. And cows. It's true. Very true. Uh, yep. So, and then we have, um, like, Attica Band will give us, if they're doing a fundraiser, they'll give us candy bars. People, you know, we'll, we support as much local as sure. we possibly can. Cause do you they, do music here? Yep. So, we have, actually, this Friday... I don't know when you guys are getting this up. It's going to be a couple weeks. Oh, so yeah, you're going to miss this party. (laughs) There's going to be, uh, we usually get, uh, we're getting Kevin McCoola. He's um, an artist, a super local artist. He's actually down in Nashville all the time too, um, on his way to make it. He's played at some really big bars. He came in the other night, 
trying to set up a gig here because he was able to before he goes down there for like mm. three, four months. And he was telling me some of the places. I'm like, I've been there. That's awesome. Like, that's sweet. That's so, sweet. yeah, we'll just, I mean, we move tables and stuff. We'll get, um, I think for our anniversary party, March 4th and 5th, we have a different singer every night. Um, and then I think in the summer, we're, we usually do like a DJ every once in a while. We'll do karaoke. We'll try and do karaoke here. Um, everyone gets really shy until they get drunk, and that yep. usually takes to like 9.30. And then we're like, all right, we're going <laughs> to, nothing good happens here after 10, so everyone get out. Um, but yeah, in the summer, we're going to do, we do a bunch of stuff. And then um, in August, I gotta think. yeah, in August, we have my the, my buddy's fundraiser, Partner Outdoors, where we donate to the Venison Donation Coalition and then uh, New Deer Association, which is all like education. And then the Venison Donation is actually really sweet. So if I shoot a deer and I don't want it, I just take it to one of the places around here that do, that are a part of it. Sure. And then they, they, um, they quarter and cut up the deer and then they will actually give it to the homeless shelters downtown, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is awesome. So I love supporting that. And then we have our hop fest, which is basically it's a ticketed event. We usually do about 150 last year. We only did about a hundred cause we were worried and just didn't know. Um, <clears throat> so we'll have music. You get three free drinks. You get a glass. Who knows? We'll probably do plastic or we might do the new ball aluminum cups. Have you guys seen those? No, those are actually pretty sweet. They're really nice. Um, and then we do, um, we get some barbecue in here. You don't pay for food. Once you drink your three drinks, then it's cash bar or, you know, you can start nice. a tab. We don't care. Um, but we usually don't serve any of our food because it's just, we have three bartenders on and they are just cranking. I think this year we're actually going to set up our jockey boxes out back with four different beers. Mm-hmm. I usually brew a special beer for that. Um, and it's a great time. It's a great way to end summer. And then we roll into uh, September when everyone goes away cool but yeah if if you're ever out here golfing please stop back in or if you just want a beer yeah yeah i, I mean this isn't the last time we're gonna be here it's easy enough to <laughs> find thank, easy enough to get God. to yeah, yeah. We're not it's a, a really cool place i mean if you hit the 400 or if you can find the 400 you can just take it to easter or make yeah. a left and you know in 15 minutes you got pretty good beer yeah and then you make a left in the parking lot it's literally two less from buffalo it's no big deal isn't that awesome yeah it's awesome it's a joke Anything else we didn't touch on that you want to get out there? You guys want to talk about anything? I think we're. How was your day? Very good. You, you, are you less stressed now? Less you got a beer do you want another beer? I I am less stressed. I definitely do want to try that beer though. But <laughs> which, yeah, which one? Good. There's uh the Fluffernutter. Oh okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're good. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for your yeah. time, man. Thanks, hey, Steve. no problem. Thanks for coming out. You know. Yeah. Been a pleasure talking with you guys. Absolutely. Go follow them on their social media and come out there to one of their parties because it's a it's a hoot. Or just and come if out. You have a snowmobile. You can come out here too. Oh, God. Jesus! <laughs> we do do. I forgot to mention this. On Wednesday, we have pizza pizza special night. Oh, okay. personal pan pizza, two beers, fifteen right. bucks. Now I'm never gonna get him out of here. All right, I'll be back Wednesday. All right, <laughs> great. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for your time. Hey, Appreciate welcome. it. Thank you all. Thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> Here in America, work is in trouble. 
we've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.